Welcome to Linguist Access Podcast, where we all get together to learn more about inspiring stories behind every journey that will give you the courage to push past challenges and overcome obstacles, all for God's glory, with your host, Shalini Oditavis. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Linguist Access Podcast. My name is Sha, and of course, I'm just so excited to share to you our, well, not only a friend, but a very important person because he's one of my uh, first students, actually, in Linguist Access Tutorial. Yes. And I, I know his story. So I don't want to talk about more in details because I know he has a lot to share to all of us. So now I would like to ask, um, of course, this is about his journey, uh, how he became a good nurse, a successful nurse in the United Kingdom. And the ups and downs, of course, I know it was not an easy ride, but definitely he had his share of stories. So hi, Vaughn. Welcome to the show. Hello, uh, everyone. Mm-hmm. It's, it's nice to talk to you again and to be here. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, and um, I, I've been always looking forward, you know, talking to you. And this is really the best time because I'm not just going to talk to you personally. We have also audience there who will really see for themselves and watch for themselves what or how your life now. Before we start, actually, I would like to say, I would like to congratulate you because you've already reached the social media platform and it's really a nice avenue for you, really, to reach everyone who, mm-hmm. who would need your expertise on uh, on this and the linguistics in terms of taking the IELTS OET. So well done, well done. You are an inspiration to me. <laughs> you all started it. Yeah, I'm a novice here and you're an expert. So I yeah. have to hear more about, you know, the tips and uh, bits and pieces about it. But anyway, uh, is there anything I missed on your bio that you want our listeners or uh, viewers to know more about? Okay, just to introduce myself, as per um, uh, the description a while ago, yeah, I am a nurse b- uh, back there in the Philippines um, six years ago now. And I started reviewing with Mamsha um, for for almost um, a year of review. I took, uh, well, for those who have not watched the vlogs I made, um, I took the IELTS four times. And um, I had so many learning about um, taking on my journey, but um, Mamsha was there from day one. So, um, yeah, but I was a nurse and then I became a an ICU nurse here in the UK and then um, started in the NHS, which is a government hospital here in the UK. That was six years ago. And then now I'm one of the charge nurses in one of the private hospitals, big private hospitals here in central London. So, yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. Wow. Perfect. Awesome. Now, uh, yes, the thing is, you talk about your life story back in the Philippines. Right. Yes. And I know that it was a bit challenging. But I think <laughs> at the same time, what really pushed you? to decide, you know, bakit kailangan ko umalis ng bansa? Why do I have to go to UK? Why do I have to leave the country? Actually, that time, um, ano ba? nurses are really inclined to go out, uh, like go out of the country, work abroad, because like, uh, okay, when you graduate nursing, you would want to experience, to, to have like two to three years experience, solid experience for you to be able to like practice your um, profession abroad. Um, 
On top of that, you, we Filipinos are very curious about cold countries, snow. Uh, we are. We would like to travel. We would like to explore. We would like to learn so many things. Uh, but on my on my part, actually, parang more of because my friends are also doing it, and my 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 <laughs> friends and batchmates are also living in the country, uh, living out of the country, and practicing in the Middle East, um, Australia, mm-hmm. and other parts of the Western countries, I was just like, oh, let me try to um, uh, process myself. Actually, it's not UK. I wanted to be in Australia, but apparently so many things changed. So I end up in the UK. Why not UAE? Just, you know, curious about right. it. There's nothing wrong in the Middle East, really, but it's just because I wanted more. My dream is more of exploring european or western country really i love i love the fact that the uae nurses or middle east um nurses they can like support their families because to be honest they have lesser taxes they have good um job compensations but apparently for me um i think one of the most uh the biggest or the biggest factor that dragged me to either Australia or UK was more of the culture really and the travel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Now, yeah, thank you. That's really one of the things that, you know, I always look forward to hearing because, you know, some people are yet to be, they're so undecided. So, sabi nga nila, mag-Dubai ba ako kasi hindi na ako kailangan mag-IELTS. Tapos, or yeah. yun, no, going to UK. Pero hearing that from you, uh, yeah, it's it's really a different kind. There there are different reasons why people really pursue their dreams. And now I have a question. Yeah. Um, when you when you decided to go to UK, there were really obstacles. Like one is you know you yeah. your IELTS. But what really you know made you decide to? Sige, try ko pa more. Bakit kailangan okay. ko pang subukan? Before I go to that, actually, just a brief um history. Um, cause I've, you've mentioned a while ago, why, what, ano bang nag-decide, nagpa-decide sa akin para mag-UK? In the first place, for nurses who would want to go abroad, it's either Middle East or UK ang pinakamadaling gawin. Because if you go to America, you would have to wait for the visas, you would have to wait long for the NCLEX and all the statutory requirements. If you would want to go to either New Zealand or Australia, yes, the process is the same in going to the UK, but you would need much more money. You know, yung, yung, yung cost ng processing. So if you've got the fund or some, some um, methods for you to be able to fund yourself to go to Australia or New Zealand, so be it, then that's fine. But for those nurses like me who are just like earning the, you know, the regular salary of nurses back there in the Philippines, um, the opportunity for UK um, granted me the, the doors for me to be able to reach here because in the first place that it was direct hiring um, sponsored by the uh, sponsored by the companies and you just have to take the IELTS that time and then that's it so kaya naging UK but um i did not do middle east as well because even middle east you have to take all the ha- ads all the other uh, pro metrics and stuff so uh, i think but going back to the questions what were the challenges i had so i've mentioned a while ago i took the ielts four times so the first one was intended for australia but back then in the the first time i i failed the ielts i was so like 
you know, ang ang yabang-yabang ko sarili ko. As I was telling it on my vlog, um uh, I know how to debate, I know how to write. I was a um a um, school writer. And we Filipinos are so proud of ourselves that we can speak English and write English very, very well. But apparently, we didn't realize that IELTS is a technical um, test, not only your knowledge, but also technical. It has its own technicalities. You are tested by the technicalities and, of course, your skills and knowledge in speaking, um, listening, reading, and writing English. So that made me realize, oh, kailangan ko palang mag-review center. So I, 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 I failed on the first test, but I was still okay about myself. Second, second test, I, I met Ma'am Sha. I enrolled. So she gave me the basics of the technicalities. I have the 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 knowledge back then but i didn't I, i need to have the basics of the technicalities and then hindi pa rin ako pumasa on the second take and then she told me na i think it's more of it's more of the practice kasi it's it's more of like marunong ka na pero you kailangan mong hasain yung technicalities kailangan mong hasain yung confidence mo as well then okay fine ma'am sha i'll take on the the challenge to take the third Third take of the IELTS. And third take of the IELTS, I didn't make it again. And I almost gave up. And it was her word that gave me the push to to say, okay, I'll give it the last time. Okay, kasi ang sabi niya sa akin, if you are trying to give up, always remember the main reasons why you are pursuing and taking the IELTS. It's not just about yourself, but your family and your dreams. And I realized, yeah, that was it. So I'll, I have to give it my best shot on the fourth and on the fourth and I talked and bargained to God Lord I don't need you to um give me the results because that's my dream I wanted you to give the answer through examination results if you give me if you give me no then my, might be UK is not for me you might have better or best option for me if you give me yes yes UK is for me but if you give me Um, another no here, maybe it's time for me to wait. But um, apparently, God is good. He gave me the yes answer, so I'm here. Yeah, yeah, I know. And Sorry, I was talking way, too long. <laughs> no, I like it. I like it. I learn a lot, actually. And I know they also learn a lot from you. It's a really a good encouragement, especially for those who just failed once, twice, and they already gave up. But anyway, um, yeah, I just want to tell also our audience that one, by the way, is a British national now. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm just so proud of you. I know you waited so long for that, but it's really worth the wait. So you now he's carrying a blue passport. Can you imagine that? Yes. So if he yeah, if he gave up, I don't think No, it's maroon for the UK. Oh, sorry. Sorry, yes, but still sure. you are yeah, it's maroon for the UK, but anyhow, a first class citizen for sure. Uh, so anyway, thank you. Thank you, thank you, Vaughn. Now uh the thing is, uh in terms of you know, you talk about the challenges there. Now I I want to also proceed to talking about use of work naman yeah. in terms of yeah. workload. So uh you know I think I don't know if you were an ICU I wasn't able to ask you this or maybe you told me about it nakalimutan ko lang were you an ICU nurse before you left the Philippines So when I was there back in the Philippines I started as a medical surgical nurse so it was a, just a regular medical surgical nurse 
admitting patients, discharging patients uh, from the uh, ER. Then I became a dialysis nurse uh, where I specialized for um, two years and then went a gap from nursing to the office, which is the corporate world. And then here comes opportunity of the UK. So I flew to the UK, not knowing where I should be going. I had no any ICU experience. But when I landed back, in, uh, when I landed um, in Heathrow back uh, six years ago, uh, that's when I knew that, oh, you will be doing ICU because you have a dialysis experience. Because here in the UK, uh, most of the dialysis are done uh, in ICU. Well, some of the hospitals have their own separate dialysis unit, but all the dialysis, especially acute ones, starts in ICU. That's why they hired me in IT. And I didn't know anything. You were talking about or you were asking about the workload. What is the difference? The Philippines yeah. has, we know the nobility of our profession back there in the Philippines in terms of work- workload and patient census. But here in the UK, you are quite supported with that. Yes, we are not saying that UK or the Western country is not busy. We are still busy. We are doing 12-hour shifts. We still have patients load. For, for ICU, I would say um, one to two patients you can have if it's level two, meaning if it's not intubated or ventilated, but if you've got a ventilated patient connected to all the machines that you know, you can ha- only have one patient. Well, one patient may, might sound quite, oh, it's kind of easy, but no. It's it's also challenging because the difference is back in the world, uh, here in the Western country, it's more nurse-led. It's more nurse autonomy. You decide and you consult but you have the autonomy to decide and tweak something for for your patient care. It's not more of like we're just relying on the doctor's order, but we challenge also the doctors to 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 have a better outcome for the patient. Mm-hmm. So it's more. I mean, the responsibility is really different from what was your responsibility way back. Uh, yes, right. Am I right? Yes. I would say yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, the adjustment, like how many, I mean, how long did, or were you able to adjust? Matagal ba? Mahigap, especially with the to training be, and all of this. <laughs> well, to be honest, it, be, it it varies from one person to another. Okay, I'll, I'll just tell my own story, no? Kasi I cannot really represent others. Mm-hmm. But um, this is also a story of others who are also like relating to my story. So uh, I would say I cannot put, um, dates on how long did I adjust, mm-hmm. especially number one. If this is your first um, country to be an OFW or overseas worker, it's going to be a shocking culture. It's a culture shock, number one. Culture, mm-hmm. weather, people. They speak English in the Western countries, say, for example, here in the UK, but they have their own twang. They have their own dialect. They have their own slangs. So you have to learn about it. I remember one thing. The, my patient was telling me, oh, love, can you get me... Um, squash please and then I was saying you know, that was like um, I was just two days palang in my practice uh-huh. and squash, I didn't realize what squash is I co- I, I called the kitchen or we called it the, uh-huh. the, the cafeteria or the, the kitchen here and, and I was expecting that the kitchen would deliver the squash vegetable for my patient yeah. my patient was expecting a squashed or a squeezed Bunch. orange juice 
Oh. <laughs> yes, so that's squash. It's not baseball squash. Yes. Wow. <laughs> so, so many things, many things. But yeah, many stories behind the scenes. But but the adjustment is not the only um, challenge you would have. It's also your mental health and also your your the strength na kailangan mong i-endure for you not to be able na meron yung homesickness. Totoo yung sinasabi nila, ma'am siya, na sundowning or yung um, um, seasonal, disaffect, uh, seasonal affective disorder. Yung sinasabi nila na bakit ang mga tao sa, sa labas ang daming nadidepress. Totoo pala na kaya pala ang mga Pilipino na hindi masyadong nadidepress because ang, ang dami nating exposure sa sunlight. Here, I personally experience that one whenever it's winter or autumn or fall um, at minsan once a day mo lang or once a week mo lang makita ang sunlight, it's really, really affecting your mood as well, really. It, that's really true, scientifically. Yeah, so that's why weather is always part of the IELTS question. Okay? Yeah, yeah I think so. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I remember I asked you before, what is the difference between weather and climate? And you answered it well. Anyway, well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the thing is, this is my question. Um, Who's more difficult as a patient, Filipino or British? I mean, we're not your base. This is based on your experience. Right. I mean, I'm not. You know, I'm not stereotyping. Or yes, yeah, but of course, yes. Yeah. Yeah, this is more of an intellectual discussion, anyway. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, you mean Filipinos here in the UK or back there in the Philippines? Here, when you were a nurse here in the Philippines. Okay. Um. The approach is quite different. When you look after British, or let's not only say British, um, patients here in the West or here in the UK, they're more quite expressive in terms of their appreciation to healthcare workers, not only patients, but also the multidisciplinary team. They acknowledge your contribution, they challenge your they challenge your position, and you are also challenged to you know, debate or not, the word is not argue, but discuss what's your position in terms of looking after a patient. In terms of looking after a patient, mas ano dito eh, mas more of um, maalaga ang mga nurses. But the thing is, they are also, they are also expecting because um, they thought that you, the graduates from the Philippines are really, really good. Wow. But back, wow. The, back there in the Philippines, I would say we are really at par from all the experience we have back there in the Philippines. Sabihin na natin, we have negative experience, we have challenging experience, but that ho- that experiences honed us a lot to be very competent here in the UK. And I would really say that I am very com- I am very proud to have been pra- or to have practiced and learned a lot in from the Philippines. Oh, that's very good, Vaughn. That's very good. Now, um, financially, like, is it really worth everything, the sacrifice, the homesickness, you know, moving out of your own country, your comfort zone, and going to the United Kingdom? Let us be real. The exchange rate is really different, you know? Like, one pound is 68 pesos or 70 pesos. And one pound here in the UK... Um, you can buy something already, gadget-wise, property-wise. The power of pound 
is really good in terms of buying your own investments or your own items or, or things here in the UK. And also back in the Philippines, it helped me a lot to save, pay for some of my utangs there because when I took the IELTS, it was not easy. IELTS, I know, it's not only difficult for uh, for the brain, but also from the for, for the yes. pockets as well, sure. right? True. So hindi lang yon. So marami nakatulong naman siya. But it's not that. It's more of the actualization of your dream actually. Like you've you've helped uh, your parents na suportahan ang kapatid mo for oh. for the pag-aaral, for your nabilhan mo ng uh, maayos na bahay ang pamilya mo, nakabili ka ng properties. It's that. It's more of not really the material but the satisfaction that your family were happier. Mm-hmm. That's it. And nalagay sa tamang lugar. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I would agree. Definitely. Yes, I would agree, Bon. And I actually watched one of your vlogs, by the way. He is oh. a famous vlogger, okay? Oh. <laughs> in GMA, yes. And I think, yes, uh, really, Bon is making a big name in the social media world. Not only that he's a nurse, but he, yeah, he has a lot of interesting content. And I am <laughs> going to actually put it here. Although my influence is incomparable to what his influence uh, is. But basically, all I'm saying is that, yes, uh, Vaughn is really giving us a very good content. Like the last time, it's no exaggeration. When I saw you surprised your mom, no? Yeah. And I, I just felt how, you know, I know the homesickness. Right? You miss not just the homesickness, but when you're sick, right? Nobody would take care of you. Uh, you cannot even call a friend because duty din yung friend mo. Like you're on your own. Remember, right. I think you you talk about your COVID experience, right? Yes. Uh, last time, yeah. actually, and uh, yeah, that that was really one of the most meaningful stories I've ever heard from a nurse in the UK, and nah, not just from not just abroad. I mean, nurses abroad. Now, um, you talk about in terms of financial and all of the workload. Now, Vaughn, before we're going to, before you're going to leave us, you know, is there one, is there one piece of advice or actionable advice you can give to someone uh, with their journey to any other English speaking countries, like for example, UK. And I know you have also your blog. Tell us what (laughs) is the best way to find or contact you and, or get a dose of your content if ever. So please. Yeah, my only uh, piece of advice is always going back to the ethos or the principle that has been inculcated to me by my family or from, from, from my parents. Na always trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding because the Lord has always plans for you. The road might not be easy. The, the hurdles might not be that um, easy to conquer. But trust the process and you'll get there. Don't lose hope. Hindi, kaya nga tinatawag na test yun. Kasi hindi madali ang test. Lahat ng test ay, kaya, ay, ay challenging, right? So just uh, hang on. Keep dreaming and uh, pursuing your dreams because you will get there. We don't know when. We don't know where. But the Lord has a greater plan for you. So yeah, thank you very much, Mom Sha, yeah, for all thank this. You, uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Juan. Uh yeah, I would like to say that what he said is actually also very meaningful to me because I really also trusted the process. And yes, 
for you to affirm that again today. I know that some of our audience would really learn uh, a lot from your content, but also with this discussion we had. Now, uh, thank you very much, Vaughn, and I hope that you have, in, uh, you know, I I was able to ask questions which would somehow help our audience to decide for themselves because yeah. I know that that itch that you feel of wanting to go out of the country that itch comes from the Lord and that is because he wants you to fulfill your dreams and when we are reluctant about it or hesitant about it that's when discouragements comes in and so we think okay we're not deserving of this but you know what I can just say that with Bond's life he is a living testimony that if he has given up in his fourth try I don't think that he'll be able to you know I'll be able to speak to him right now and be an inspiration to all of us so once again thank you very much Vaughn I know it's late there and you still oh, no, that's you fine, know, but yeah, yeah, thank, thank you. you and I hope to see you if you have plans of you know visiting me here I'm in the US right now please come you have a home here with me okay so thank you very much Vaughn see you again soon and to our audience I would like to say that there are good contents that you are going to watch from his blog I may have limited uh, influence or number of viewers from my vlog, but basically with Vaughn, I can really know for sure why he was specially picked by the GMA team because <laughs> his vlog is really make a, making a big difference there. Thank you for listening to Linguist Access Podcast. Please give us a review on iTunes. Leave a comment, like, share, and subscribe. See you on the next episode.